Welcome back to the Summit Mentality Podcast. I'm Travis. And I'm Ted. Today we're going to be chatting about how you can start your fitness journey. Uh, we've just done a YouTube video on the three tips. We're going to go in a little bit more in-depth as it's going to be a little bit longer than the YouTube video we just released. So, first step that we mention is about your short-term and long-term goals within sports. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you say your short-term and long-term goals, link them in? I think setting goals is one of the most important things, really, at all, because then you have a clear, you know which direction you've got to be going in, you know where to point the sails and go. So like short-term goals, things that are easily achievable, um, like I just want to get a bit better over the next two weeks, I want to start doing more, 100 push-ups a day, or going to the gym five times a week, just things that you can do. And when you start to achieve them, then you build that confidence and you think, I can actually do this. You know? So short-term goals, I'd probably say a week to two months. You don't want to make them any longer than that because then you'll have, you've got short-term, yeah. if you're talking like whole fitness rounded, short-term, you'd then have like a medium-term, mm-hmm. then a long-term goal. Yeah. So I'd say short-term, literally one week, two months, it can be anything to do with performance, anything to do with like your starting factors on why you want to get into fitness, weight loss, could be performance just those basic reasons as to why you've really started yeah and then midterm is if you're training for something in let's say six months time that's your midterm goal or again can be based on weight loss or anything like that the the reason towards the end goal and that end goal is the long term yeah that's like hitting on a year, six months plus, a year, two years, five years. Yeah. If you're training for an Ironman that you want to do in like mm-hmm. five years time, yeah. let's say some crazy challenge that you want to do, that's that's a long-term goal. I think setting those long-term goals is so important. Yeah. Like where, who do I want to be in five years time? And then that gives you a proper sense of direction. And if you can be patient and just keep cracking on, you'll get there eventually. Yeah. And imagine if all of our dreams and long-term goals that we set, like I want to I wanna run this business, I want to have been able to run 50 miles in under 10 hours, whatever, like any goal. All the Imagine where you'd like to be in 10 years' time and then imagine if you hit all of them. How unbelievable would your life be if you managed to achieve all of your long-term yeah. goals? I set like a long-term goal for myself just so I know I've got the like one clear pathway. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you have a goal, if you don't have a goal, sorry, yeah. then you're just going to go off the road every two seconds. Yeah, you're sure. always going to change your mind on what you want to be doing. You don't know why you're doing yeah, the things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So if you've got like that, that goal, you're just going to beeline straight mm-hmm. towards it and then... Hopefully, mm-hmm. it will become. I think if you if you have the goal, you've set it in stone, then there's no way you can't achieve it. Yeah, definitely. As long as you just keep going for the fact of that goal that you want to get. Mm-hmm. Um, example, like uh, last year, my goal within boxing was to become London champion. Yeah. Trained hard, trained near enough six days, seven days a week sometimes, because I knew the goal and I knew how to get the goal and it was achievable for myself because. Like you said, like long-term goal should scare you. It should be that goal that you don't believe you'll reach, so you need to train even harder to be able to reach it. Yeah. So as long as you train hard for that one goal and you keep your focus on hitting that goal, then it will be achievable. Yeah, and for me, that, that goal was achievable. Yeah, so what's your, what's your short-term goals at the moment? Short-term goal now. Seeing as I'm coming back from injury, mm-hmm. my short-term goal is to get... Because it's weird... Because obviously I want to get myself back to how I was before. Yeah. But I really want to just be able to 
drop back down into the weight class I was for the short-term goal. So I want to be back under 60 kg yeah. so that boxing is a lot better. But my personal short-term goal now is to make sure that everything I do, I stay healthy doing it. Mm-hmm. So making sure that I am clear of concussion, anything near yeah, it. Yeah, of course. I'm healthy how I was before. Uh, and I'm just staying safe within my sport because mm-hmm. boxing, getting hit in the head after getting hit in the head, yeah. I want to make sure that I'm going to be able to last for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And that, that goal to start off with is just to make sure I get back into the sport, back to sport safe, yeah. and that I'll be able to crack on for the next however many years doing fitness. Yeah, definitely. That's your goal. I think my short-term goal, at the moment I'm working out a minimum of five times a week, most six times a week, but that's my minimum standard that I've set five times a week. But I want to start getting into the habit of twice a day, three times a week. So like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll do strength session as well as a cardio session. So five days a week of cardio, three days a week of strength as well. Just build up that intensity, grow it out. So yeah. What's so a good thing as well Mm -hmm. is plan your short term around your long term goals. What's your long term goal? My long-term goal is I see myself in 10 years' time having run ultra-marathons, Ironmans. I want to push myself to the absolute limit, climb 8,000-meter mountains, like big-term goals that I can be proud of and look back at myself and go, that's awesome, whilst at the same time building up the community, summit mentality, and like helping. I want to push myself so hard and prove to people that normal people can do anything. My DNA isn't set out to be a professional athlete and do crazy things, and I know that. So to make up for that, I have to work hard. And I wanna be able to do that and achieve and just show to anyone that even if your DNA isn't hardwired to being a pro athlete, you can achieve incredible things. Because I truly believe that with hard work and dedication, you can become whoever you wanna be. And that's where I see myself in 10 years. So my short term is just up the intensity, get the habits in and train hard. For the long term? For the long term. Speed in the micro, patience in the macro. Yeah. So at the moment, what's your long term? My long term. You know, my long term is so similar to your long term. Yeah. My long term is like, I want to be able to say to my kids, my grandkids, stuff like that is, I've done this, 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 Mm -hmm. this, all this crazy stuff Mm -hmm. that... Obviously, everyday people, yeah. a pro athlete was once an everyday person. Yeah. I want to hit that level where I can turn around and say, I done this and I'm a pro athlete. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to reach the level of success that I believe success is. Everyone's got different levels. Mm-hmm. My level is, I want to be classed as one of the top, top athletes. And I want people to know like, ah, oh, Travis has done this. Yeah. Like I'm already halfway there with Snowden, boxing. Whenever what I was, say, what was Snowden? What was the what was Snowden? Yeah, the Snowden twenty four. Yeah, this we was. do. So yeah. Snowden twenty four, twenty four hour race up and down Mount Snowden as many times as we can in twenty four hours as a team relay. So there was myself, Ted, and then a guy called Joe Turnpenny. Um, it was spread. It was fifteen k. It was 15k up and down. One length was 15k. Yeah, so nine and a half miles. Yeah, it took roughly about two hours to do each Mm -hmm. at the start. Um, Yeah, at the start it was two hours. Yeah, so both Ted and I done it four times, Mm -hmm. and Joe done it twice. Joe got an injury. 
after his second. Um, and it was literally a pure mental um, mental strength event. It was, yeah, it was. We, we came first, we won it, not just because we were fast. It's more to do, what I believe it was, mm. it was less um, physical and more mental. Like, Definitely. we were waking up at ridiculous times to get going again. Mm. Like I, My runs, I remember it was, I set off at two when you got back, and then I set off at six, uh, set off at eight. Yeah, I around four a.m. Yeah, four a.m. Yeah, and then I set off at about six as well. Yeah, so it was just like it was well, and then got back from the third, so mm-hmm. got back down about what seven. Yeah, about went that, straight yeah. back off again. Like it was all. A, yeah, it was a mental game. That it was I, a proper mental it, test. I remember waking up at four. That's why I think we did so well. Is because even though we were hurting. When one of us got back, the other person knew they go. There's no option. No, no. actually, we went. And it was like that 4 a.m. death shift. I remember running up and down that mountain and all I could see was the circle of light from the head torch. Nothing else. I'm cramping. My eyes are falling asleep. And I'm still like, I've just got to hit pace. And that was, that was brutal. That was a mental game. And I think you can only build that mental strength from consistent training yeah like i think when you're training don't just focus on what you can do physically you've got to focus on when you get to your pain barrier to keep going yeah you've got to be like i've got to build my mental strength otherwise your body will only grow so good but then if you expand your mind your body can then grow to be even better to achieve more so i think 100%. 100%. Mental game. I think it's as well where the mental kicks in for me. I've never done any long stint running. Like, no, I've done no, that half did, marathon with you. Yeah. Half marathon's what? How long's that? 13.2. 13.2. And how long did we do it? We've done it in like an hour 45. It was about that, yeah. So that was the longest I've run. Half marathon is a lot longer than the 15k that we were doing. Mm-hmm. But I was, ru- I was on my feet for an extra 15 minutes and then turned into an extra like three hours for the final one so from there it is literally just a mental test it is it was a game of who can go the furthest the longest yeah definitely and athleticism plays to a point Mm -hmm. then it just stops yeah because you can run for however long you want Mm -hmm. but if your mind doesn't want to keep you running yeah then you're never going to be able to run again well that's the thing if you've got someone who's super fit and someone who's not that fit and they keep running, the person who's super fit will hit their pain barrier eventually. The unfit person will hit their pain barrier first. But relatively, if that pro athlete just stops because they can't deal with the ultimate pain, that person who's less fit, who can deal with the pain, is going to end up going a lot further than the other person, just through pure willpower. I mean, something that... So I've read on like David Goggins, Ross Mm. Edgley. I think something that... David Goggins hits on it... Mm -hmm. Um, but it's how can you train your mental? Because mm-hmm. ultramarathon runners, everyone's everyone's said it. I've heard people say it. They're tapped, you know. Like there's something <laughs> up there that is different to every mm-hmm. other every other person out there. So now we've done the ultras. Mm-hmm. We're one of them like naught point naught something percent crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know. So it's like, what have we got up here mm-hmm. that other people don't have that they can learn to mm-hmm. get? I genuinely think, for me, my story started with my, like, growing my mental strength 
was because I'm not gonna lie, I was pathetic. I was a child, like I was so young and weak mentally. Anything that would go wrong in my life, I'd freak out. I'd be like, I'm overthinking it. I'm freaking. Out. I can't deal with this. And it would be small problems, which are so trivial. And I was just struggling. And then I thought, I need to get better. There's so many people out there who are just like monsters, machines. They're cracking on with life, and that's how they've become successful just in life because they've got mental toughness life's always going to throw hard things at you and you need to prepare yourself and I realized for me it was if I can push myself physically through pain that will bleed into my emotional strength as well because if you can go through 10 out of 10 pain and keep on running if you go through 10 out of 10 emotional pain your brain's going to be just that little bit, like even if it's just 1% better at dealing with that emotional pain, that's important. Yeah. You know, and I think that's where it started for me. It's just like preparing yourself for the challenges of life and realizing that there's no easy way to do it. It's not easy, it's a horrible journey. But you've just got to accept that if you want to get better and get stronger, you need to put yourself in those dark, dark places and talk to your demons and face them. There's think, no easy bullshit, quick, get hard, fast course. You've just got to face your demons. That's yeah. it. I think for me that it's very similar. Like you're hitting, you're hitting the levels that you never thought you could hit. So with me, it's mm-hmm. like where struggle with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Every I think everyone does at a point. Yeah. Some people struggle worse than others. I think for me the reason why it's always been um, at the level of sustainable is because. When, when you get anxious, for me, I'm pushing myself that little bit further to sort of battle with myself to say, right, now's the time that you just forget about everything yeah. and you just go. You can be, I've done it in many sports, from boxing to running to football to basketball. I've done these sports where some of them, you're literally alone, you're by yourself and others, you're with other people. Yeah. The ones that I find the hardest are the ones with other people, Right. which is so weird. Because I'm not the tallest person. So playing basketball at five foot four against these six foot nine whatever giants, mm-hmm. you've got to have that little bit of strength in you to say, right, that doesn't matter to me. These these tall people that they don't matter to me. These other athletes in boxing when it's one on one, the complete other side is right, this guy in here is in here to hurt me. Yeah. Running, you're running out there, you're out there to try and there's Unless you're in a race, there's no real goal. That's mm-hmm. why running the Snowden was so different for me. Yeah. Where it was, you're running to feel that sense of pain. Yeah. Definitely. You hit that sense of pain, and then it's like, right, you can either fold or you could carry on. Mm-hmm. Those are those two points. And when it comes to the anxiety of, of life overall, the minute you start running, you keep running, you just keep going, you hit the pain barrier, and then that's it. It's like, right, there's two things you can do. You can either fold or you can keep going. For me, it was the keep going you clear everything. Yeah. There's never a thing that you think about when you run other than this is hurting. Yeah. Now let me make myself proud to keep myself going and yeah. show that I've got that mental strength to carry on. Yeah, you're in survival mode. Exactly. You're not thinking about all the small problems in your life when you're in survival mode. No. You're fighting now. The amount of people I've heard speak about Wim Hof yeah. as well. Obviously, you've got the experience with him. Mm-hmm. But the amount of people that speak of Wim Hof and his original motive to start doing what he's doing is unbelievable his wife committed suicide he she was with him for however many years and that was it and then it was for him it was the whole point of 
he just saw this ice pool mm-hmm. and he got in it. Yeah. From there, your body kicks in and it's just a sense of survival. Mm-hmm. So all you think about is surviving in that moment. Yeah, definitely. It was an unbelievable experience. In February 2020, I went. I actually had the pleasure of going to Poland to do one of the Wim Hof experiences with Wim Hof there. There's about 100 of us from all over the world. It was an incredible experience and it was just... The whole point of it was you get in the freezing cold water and when you first get in the freezing cold water, you genuinely, like, you you can't get water that cold where we are unless you get in an ice bath. But when you get in flowing, freezing cold glacial water, you get in and your mind, all of your thoughts and anxiety just goes away because you're just stood in freezing cold water thinking, I'm actually... Like people die from going in yeah. freezing cold water. That's like a common thing. Like people fall in cold water and die. That's been the anxiety from life goes yeah. into this one moment. You forget about everything. You're sat there and all your mind goes clear. All you're thinking of is survive. Don't die. And you, then you can start to go, once you've done that, you can keep doing it more and more. You're in a situation that's genuinely dangerous. And eventually you're just thinking to yourself, this is fine. I can deal with this. And the growth you get from being able to be in an actual deadly situation, but remain calm and positive. The growth you get from that is unbelievable. Yeah. I think that's it as well. Like where where I keep like in myself, changing from sport to sport, mm-hmm. trying that new thing, encouraging people to try something new. Yeah. It's because the minute you get comfortable mm-hmm. is the minute all the anxiety for me, especially floods back in. Agreed, agreed. So Maybe, that yeah. you need to push yourself again to try and go that one bit further yeah. to make yourself uncomfortable yeah. again because that could literally be for someone who's not mm-hmm. me let's say is doing a 5k you feel really uncomfortable mm-hmm. about two years ago that was me yeah. felt uncomfortable doing a 5k two years ago back in lockdown mm-hmm. hit the 5k doesn't get stressful anymore I could do that that's fine I could breeze it there's no pain there I, the anxiety is still with yeah, me yeah. from everything else around life but then you up the pace to a 10k mm-hmm. anxiety floods they break, they go. Yeah. And then I'm just thinking about that that state of let me finish this. That's all I think about. Could do a ten K now. Yeah. Anxiety from life floods back in. Yeah. Then we go and climb up Snowden. You're running up Mount Snowden thinking about nothing but get me down because yeah. now the pain is kicking in again. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's all about especially with some mentality, pushing yourself that one bit further to help your mental strength, to help you mentally forget about everything else but this one moment mm-hmm. of what you're doing. Yeah, I, I think it's so important. Like At the end of the day, I think the world needs more people to actually chase their dreams. We've got enough people who just sit there and tap buttons. The world doesn't need that. The world now needs new ideas, people to really be inspired by their mission and achieve things. Like If you want to be a professional athlete, go and be a professional athlete. If you want to go and start up a new business, you've got to go and start up a new business. But all of these things don't happen unless you're willing to go through uncomfortable times. So and I think that is why it's so important to just push yourself out of your comfort zone. If you get comfortable, you will just fall into the routine of normal life. Someone else will guide your life. You'll have a boss and you're lying in his pockets. Yeah. You know, they're, they're telling you every day, do this, do that, do that. And that's because you aren't pushing yourself out into their world into an uncomfortable situation to achieve what you want to achieve you know there's a lot of risk in this world mm-hmm. there's a lot of risk in everything you do everyone's got a different life everyone's mm-hmm. in different stages of their life there's a lot of risk but it's all about how you uh, you perceive the risk that you yeah. take 
there's like you could put it all on a scale of one to ten, mm. leaving your job to start something brand new. That is mm. a ten risk. Yeah, that is a ten. Yeah, you drop from having this much of a wage straight down to zero. Again. Yeah, and that's yeah. a big risk. It's mm. how you want to relate the risk to your life and how you see the risk and reward come yeah, in. Definitely, you can be calculated with your risks, but yeah. if you take no risks, you're just gonna go slide back. Everyone's gonna overtake you. Yeah. If you don't risk anything, you risk everything. I think Bad. that's so true, yeah. isn't it?